So how are you today? I'm swelling with the FSU pride. Would you like to do a podcast? I love casting pods. I've never casted a pod. Well, you know what? Life is all about casting pods. I use coffee pods. That's kind of a whole different... That's not no casting a, in that no, pod? There's no... No. All right. I don't know if you cast. You probably toss or throw or heave or put a pot. But I don't know if you, ca- do you cast it. No, you don't. You just put it in the machine and then yeah. pour my coffee, please. All right. Hi. Welcome to F&I Talk Outside the Box from EFG Companies. I'm Jason Hash, a training manager with EFG Companies. And I'm Dave Gibbs. I'm also a training manager with EFG Companies here in Irving, Texas. Welcome. Glad to have you here with me today, Dave. Uh, for our you. first F&I Talk Outside the Box podcast, our first, that's exciting, uh, we're discussing a highly debated topic in the finance office. Well, we're making a highly debated topic. Yes, we are. Uh, the menu presentation. Man, Jason, I can't think. I mean, we've been uh, doing this together for quite a while here at ESG, but in our F&I classes, can you think of anything else as controversial and divisive as, hey, what's a good menu presentation? Why do we do it? I mean, it's a pretty hot topic, right? Sure, sure. Some people are kind of confused, actually, on you know why the menu's there or do yeah. I use it. Some people, I've seen them throw it in the deal jacket later. And some <laughs> people print one with pricing and one without. I've right. seen people print one with nothing on it. So. Exactly. So, you know, we do see a lot of styles and approaches to the menu uh, presentation. So it is definitely one of our hot topics when it comes to training. So I'm glad that we're here on the podcast trying to dispel some of the myths and give some cool recommendations on how things may go a little smoother, right? Yes. Uh, in our second class of, of training, or second day of training, is where we usually see kind of the biggest um, eye-opening day as far as the students. You know, when we, when we get into the presentation part of the second right. day, the model, what do you usually yeah. see? It's reaction? Pretty, yeah, it's a pretty dramatic reaction. Uh, you can hear the, the, the pens and pencils going because that, that cosmic two-by-four kind of hits them in the forehead. Wow, I'm actually building some value. I'm doing a presentation prior to putting a menu in front of the customer and make it all about price. Kind of the way we did when we sold, we sold cars, right? Yeah, that's actually a great point that we make and we kind of you know, joke around a little bit. But you, know, we, you were in the business a long time. I've been in the business for a while. And, we both came from selling cars. Yep. When is at any time when you were ever doing a presentation on a vehicle, you know, when you were walking around, did you ever say anything like, "Hey, Mr. Mrs. Customer, here's the you know the rear view backup camera for you, the six disc CD changer in the trunk, maybe." Um, I remember those too. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, you know, this only adds two thousand dollars to the price of the car. Let me show you this. That only adds three thousand dollars to the price of the car. Did you ever present that way? No. I mean, it's insanity. It's almost like. Uh, can you imagine greeting a customer outside and within 30 seconds go, hey, hang on just a second, Jason. By the way, that big black truck over there with just 3000 down, it's $5.99 a month. I mean, it's kind of lunacy, right? But we, in a way, going from just having the customer sign a few things straight into a menu can be skipping some pretty important things that we need to do as finance managers. Wouldn't you agree? Sure, yes, I do agree. And it actually runs into uh, our conversation about the menu and some of the struggles that we've yeah. seen and some of the objections we get in class. Well, what was, just to kind of let our, our listeners uh, in a little bit, I mean, what were they originally designed for to begin with, the menus? That is a great question. 
So the menus uh, originally were more of a compliance tool. It was mainly a way to deter uh, payment packing and other ethical issues like that. Yeah. So it's, you think about it, it's a full disclosure. Right? We're showing yeah. you everything and you see all the products, you know how it affects your payment. Right, so and I'll be honest with you, I was, at, I was a finance manager during those times. It was a shock. Because <laughs> we used to just four square pencil payments like we did in negotiations. And for me, it's uh, no wonder once the menus did come out and, and we started looking at them, you know, there's some savvy people out there who were like, wow, this is a pretty cool selling tool. So they thought, right? So they thought, exactly. Well, so, especially when you're selling, you're going from selling tangibles to intangibles. So is how do you build value in an intangible and a thought? Um, and with a menu, you can see how there might be some challenges. What yeah. are some things on the menu you might not want a customer see while you're trying to build value? Well, Jason, when you think about it, man, it, 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 we're looking at a menu right now. I mean, look at the amount of information that when we flip that paper down in front of the customer, I mean, here's a typical four-column menu with all the vehicle information, the customer's information, the unsecured payment, four columns, there's numbers, descriptions, sure. money. I mean, it could be overwhelming for the customer so and a challenge for, for maybe a new finance manager as well. So one of the challenges we talked about was the fact that most F&I managers are going straight from a needs analysis, if yeah. there's a needs analysis done, True. but they're going straight from the needs analysis right into the menu, and that's where we get a lot of the Heismans over yeah. the desk, right? Yeah, it's almost like uh, what you and I have observed uh, throughout our years of training is that we're instantly creating resistance and getting that wall to come right back up. Yeah, and we asked you know, the students in class, what, what do you think is the customer's perception walk into your office right. they do not want to be there. <laughs> want to see the right. yeah and they don't want to see all this so you can see how doing a product presentation on a vehicle it's all about building value and they have to see value over cost in order right. to see that the price does make sense so how, how can we do that in the F&I office with an intangible product before they ever see pricing Dave what do you think well, um, I think you and I will agree on this, that there is uh, any number of tools that are available to the, today's F&I manager to assist them in disclosing, presenting, building value, agreeing on need or risk in our offices. I mean, there's folks out there using the Darwin program. We have clients that are on DocuPad. We have placemats. There's a lot of tools that we can utilize to inform the customer. No, it's true. There are a lot of tools. You know, we've talked about, you mentioned a couple of the visual aids. I think a lot of people went more to the menu because they got tired of pulling out five or six different brochures. Sure. Take the easy route and skip some steps, right? Sure, sure. Make it more streamlined. A big challenge with that is, again, from going back to selling off the menu, one of the things we talk about in the presentation is how important it is to have you know, the dialogue and get the customer involved with the conversation. Yes. Paint a mental picture. Yeah, so regardless of whether it's a brochure, a placemat, or if someone has a program on an iPad, it allows them to really create a dynamic presentation that will help increase the likelihood that the customer sees a value in, in the benefits that they're entitled to. Do you agree on that? No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And the more time you spend on any presentation, either on a car or in the F&I office or selling a house, you know, the, the more gross, obviously, you're going to make, but yeah. also the more informed and involved the customer becomes. Yeah, I like, we, I like that you said that because, as we, we know, um, it, it's really difficult to 
have to, to retain that customer, to sell that customer anything, earn their business if they don't see a value in doing business with us. Sure. So a, a product presentation, a value built prior to price just makes total sense. I mean, like you said early on, that's how we sell cars. Why wouldn't we sell F&I that way, right? So you're, you're a master at this. Give us some menu strategies, Jason, to kind of wrap things up for us. What do you recommend for, for us in terms of... For the F&I managers to use, yeah. some strategies, uh, give some game plans. You know, in class we talk about the differences between multi-column menus and single-column menus. Yeah. You know, if you ever gone to, I'm sure you have Target or Walmart or, uh, you know, any big retail store, you ever notice how they have maybe four or five different products, one's a name brand, one's a store brand, but they're all the exact same ingredients, right? Right. Why do you think they do that? Why would they put the exact same ingredients but have a name brand, store brand, a bunch in the middle? Yeah, I think because they're playing kind of the law of averages there, that there's going to be a greater likelihood that we will make a selection of that shampoo, conditioner, dog food if we have more choices. Is, is that kind of the angle you're talking about? That's exactly it. Not only the psychology of more choices, because people like more choices, but also the fact that you know, I might not buy the most expensive, but maybe I don't want to seem like a cheapskate and buy the least expensive. <laughs> so I'm going to pick something in the right. middle. Right? One of the other things that comes up that's a bit controversial or it's a topic of discussion is the actual methodology of disclosure on the menu, right? And we've seen in our classes folks go left, right, up, down. I mean, give us your thoughts on game planning as far as it comes to which way do you go from the least to the most to the most to the least on that menu. Well, you know, as far as strategies, you know, this is kind of like taking supplements or something for your health. Everybody reacts differently. So some people work That's better with the basic on the right, and you just have to try different things. Personally, you know, being that majority of our customers today are payment buyers, would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. One of the definitely. things, the strategies that I go over is using actually a single column menu. There, okay. I take the other three off. Because so what, I was going to ask you, what do you see as an advantage on a single column menu? Well, the advantage with the single column is the fact that you know we're negotiating payments. Of course, I've already done my presentation, yeah. but my focus is instead of step, step selling, which we know takes a long time and we're kind of reiterating the benefits that we already discussed while we're doing that. Okay. Uh, let's focus on what's most important to the customer, right? Let's Whether, get down to their budget. Sure, sure. They have a set number in mind, and we have to be able to either meet that number or not or come to an agreement. But you know, as long as they see value in the benefits and we can negotiate, we have many negotiation strategies too. Sure. And then the other strategy also is what we alluded to earlier with the multiple choices that we have, let's say a target, is having that three, four column menu where we take that customer through various levels of, of coverage. And it may start with the most basic and then we're adding a couple on as we go. We're building protection and then ultimately recommending that that's uh, the best choice for the customer. I've seen F&I managers yeah. that use a fully protected column and then mm -hmm. an a la carte column. And they allow the customer oh. to choose. It gives them more confidence because yeah. they can pick it themselves and they get a win. Yeah, I like that. Well, let me ask you this. Is it possible that we can ever have you know, too many products on a menu? It could become too cluttered, maybe too overwhelming? That's a great question. And even though we're at the mercy of our dealers when we're working in the F&I office, uh, there are, I think there is a, a, a number out there as far as when products start to get a little bit too much. What do you think? 
Yeah, I'm I'm kind of that four to four to six guy, you know, somewhere in that range. I mean, I think if you've got eight, nine, ten, eleven separates, it's going to take quite a bit of time. Um, whether they take our advice and just use it as a swift final closing tool to get a commitment from the customer, or if you just keep doing the same old thing, a column with a too many products on it can take a long time and can build more resistance with the customers. Well, just to give one final tip, and then I'd love for you to share any final tips that you may have. Um, you have to build a product presentation tool. You have to use the tools that you have, the brochures. Pull them out when you need them, but put something in front of them where you can get them involved. Uh, my final tip is the value of doing a value-based presentation prior to disclosing cost, prior to disclosing negotiations. Take the time to slow down, build the value in the product, and watch what happens to your PRU and your CSI with your customers. Well, that's all for today. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us to let us know how we impacted your business or to ask questions for us to answer on the podcast, don't hesitate to email us at trainingservices at efgusa.com. We'd love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. And listen, thanks so much for listening to our show. If you liked what you heard, please rate us in Google Play or you have the choice of going to iTunes Store. And be sure to subscribe to hear more F&I Talk outside the box. For more information about EFG Training Services, just jump on the web and go to www.efgcompanies.com. Thanks so much for listening. An EFG production.